Well, okay, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for tuning in at Don't Suffer in Silence with Damien Christopher. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty strong. Now, today's show is going to be titled Killer of Intimacy. Yes, Killer of Intimacy. So, grab some orange slices, <laughs> grab some peppermint patties. I don't know what you enjoy. I'm just grateful that you're here. I care about your moment to moment. I care about your time. I'm just so happy for you. I hope you enjoy this topic. Let's get started. Cool. All right, all right, okay. So we're going to start off with a few with a few definitions, but first. Okay, okay. So like now that we're out, now that that's out of the way. Sorry, I just had to make sure I had a quieter space. Anyway, so um, definitions, of, definitions of oversharing. Now, this is tough. Uh, I was asked racially, man, Damon, you know, your podcast, man, you say it's about communication, but you always, t- <laughs> you're telling a lot of stories. And I'm like, yeah, man, I love storytelling. So... But I, it's it's always been about it's always been about communication. So so communication uh, and how how oversharing ties into that. Um, uh, recently, I'm recognizing that man. I've been attracting a lot of people who overshare probably for the last probably for the last four years. And I I, I do this too, but I only do this with a selective like inner 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 group of people. Like like once I spent two years with you, three years with you, then I'll, I'll overshare. But why when I first meet you, no. A year into a meeting, you know, maybe even two years, no. So, but anyway, so um, I'm learning that um, that uh, it's something that I have to, in a sense, help teach them to not overshare. <laughs> so um, again, uh, I've done this too. You've done this where you've 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 revealed too much information at an appropriate time, maybe at dinner time, or maybe it's like ah, now it's not the time for that. Like, well, when is the time for that? And all of us are are going through you know, trauma to some degree with COVID, loss, job loss, maybe moving, displacement, uh, obviously inflation, gas prices, so on and so forth. So again, we're going to look at some definitions of oversharing and look at also the symptom. And like I said, I just learned this myself and I wasn't going to talk about it. I'm like, nah, it's not a big deal. But up until recently, probably the last, last six months, uh, I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, dealing with Jalen's you know, court hearing, uh, he would overshare and I had to teach him to you know, rather just with, with with his engagement with me. I had to teach him to like, hey, dial it back a little bit. And even even with uh, uh, my mentor, Roger, uh, he's taught me to, hey, 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 Damien, sometimes, you know, you, you, you can come on too strong. Sometimes you can come on too soft. So you got to be able to, to 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 know the situation, read the audience. But all of us. Again, I've done this and, and will do this. So I hope uh, these definitions and symptoms uh, lend perspective to you uh, about yourself first. So I think self-awareness, obviously we, we all can see it in others, but do you, do you see it when you, whenever you do it? Can you call yourself out, right? Can you, can you check yourself? Uh, and I, so I've done this before over dinner, uh, not really aware that I was doing this, uh, but I'm not a big talker anyway. You're like, whatever. No, I'm not. Like, um, I, I just got in trouble just today <laughs> for not talking enough or not saying enough quickly. And I'm like, listen, you know, I, I just don't have anything to say. I'm processing. Um, I think silence is good. But I was told um, by the individual I was talking to that, 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 silence, that silence and not responding is awkward. And I'm like, no, 
silence is awkward, yeah, but it's a part of communication and discomfort is a part of communication too. So now I'm getting sidetracked. But uh, back to um, just these few definitions on oversharing and what oversharing may look like for us. An example, a definition. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So just remember that, you know, you, you kind of attract what you are. And I don't feel bad that I attract these people. Um, I'm like, hey, you know what happens? So, you know, it's been men and women, uh, neighbors, guys and girls. So I'm like, dang, you know, I have to, um, you know, anyway, work at this. So it's it's a process. So, again, remember, it's a process. So, so to, to overshare or oversharing means uh, uh, it's, 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 it's whatever you and you, you and I reveal an, an inappropriate amount of details about your own personal life. Right. If you're complaining about your wife, for example. Right. Uh, and how she spends too much money. Like maybe people don't want to hear that. Maybe you should talk about that in a private setting with a brother or um, maybe a therapist or a counselor, and look at hey, you know, like how 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 can we best come up with ways to to maybe budget better and not just tell every coworker, every neighbor, <laughs> every person you see at church, hey man, my wife overspends. So you want to not over. That's a, that's an example. Uh, a definition of oversharing. It is, is is to share or reveal too much information. Uh, an example, it, it, you, you could say, you know, being online. Like if you're sharing information online about, you know, your life, where you are, what you're doing, so on and so forth. Um, you know, posting intimate details about your relationships, your friendships. Hey, this is what I'm having for dinner. <laughs> you know, you post that every day. It's like, hey, you know. And or, you know, posting your, your, your social, sorry, po- posting your personal drama using social media outlets uh, and or venting your emotions. So, again, again, uh, we've all done this. OK, so let, let's not act like oh man, I've never done it. Uh, and oversharing, uh, I, I've learned and I'm learning uh, oversharing does not create intimacy. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oversharing does not create intimacy. Oversharing is self-absorption masked as vulnerability. All right, and this may also uh, uh, be a signal of emotional neediness and or lack of boundaries. So, understand, man. Uh, this is not coming from me. I am learning about this as I am telling you, but I've dealt with it so much the last, like I said, three to five years, and I'm like, dang, man, I've really got to start. Uh, dealing with this, uh, with the people that are in my life, uh, and, and be honest with them and help, help teach them, but more so, of, of course, teach myself, monitor myself, monitor my breathing, monitor my posture, uh, operate, uh, operate in my boundaries. And I, I, I do like with these people, I, I practice boundaries all the time. So when you, when you, when you think about something that, that, that doesn't, um, promote intimacy, I was like, wow, Wow, you know, um, I think communication is about intimacy, right, right. But if oversharing is a red flag, which I was like, wow, that that's really, really, really deep, really deep. Oversharing, oversharing again, it does not create intimacy. Oversharing is self a self absorption masked as vulnerability. So, man, uh, I don't know how that hits you, right? But that that really hits me in the gut. I was like, wow, because <clears throat> again. If you've been around me and spent time with me, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to really listen um, and let let you speak. Of course, I want you to ask how my day is, but, you know, um, that'd be great. But 
most people you talk to, yourself, uh, that you might come into contact with on, on a day-to-day basis, unless you see them on a consistent, regular, consistent basis, day in, day out, day in, day out, he or she, you know, may not, you know, um, or, or, or they may talk to you a lot and, and overshare. Because, like, you know, people tend to overshare with strangers. But we're talking about just you and your circle, like if you're family, friends, and, and your support systems, right? And... I'm just being honest, man. Uh, it makes it, this makes sense because the people who overshare with me, I'm not intimate with them. And I don't mean sexual. Um, you know, I'm not. I, I I don't tell them how I'm doing. I, I don't invite them into my day. I don't invite them to my my house all the time. Um, I, I don't tell them about my family or my or my business goals and aspirations. You see what I'm saying? Because the the oversharing has suffocated the intimacy. And yes, it. it it, it it definitely kills relationships. And again, I did not know this, um, which is pretty interesting. And it's pretty interesting because like I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just learning this as I'm telling you right now, this very second. Oftentimes, you know, uh, again, like your body will, your body can experience something, but your mind hasn't caught up to it. Yeah. You're like, man, damn, it's taking you two or three years, four years. Yes. That's how much I've dealt with it. And I, I just, I didn't accept it, but I kind of just said, okay, well, maybe this is the way he or she is. And of course, again, I don't, I don't, I don't continue spending time with that person either. Right? I don't continue uh, sharing a meal or going on, going to functions with this person. Because like I said, that he or she isn't practicing awareness and, and you've, and you've confronted them. You said, Hey, you know, uh, and, and which is your responsibility because all the time, oftentimes you, you can't just avoid people right and hide in your house sometimes you gotta just you know talk to people and confront them in a loving way healthy way and i've had to do this with people and uh it's like wow you know this is what so so this is what i've been experiencing and this is a a a, a definition hey, anyway so um man that was hard to read because uh, i did not see that coming i, I had no idea that oversharing was a, a intimacy killer uh, I, I didn't know that, so I'm kind of stunned right now. I figured I would just, you know, read off you some, <laughs> some some definitions, and it'd be like, you know, split, split, split. But I'm I'm big on intimacy. Uh, obviously, communication, intimacy to, for me goes hand in hand, right? Obviously, for me, so I can't say obviously, but for me, you can't have communication and healthy communication without intimacy and vice versa. And <clears throat> and like think about it, like 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 you're tuning in right now is intimacy, right? Anything you put time into is intimacy. So if you're if you're dealing with someone, a boss, coworker, relationship, uh, neighbor, family member, sibling, whoever, and the communication is one side dominant, I mean, it's one side of communication. That's not intimacy. OK. Now, again, like I said, this is something that we've all done and we all do. So don't kick yourself. Don't blame yourself. Oh, man, it's my fault. No, it's not your fault. It's just we have to practice self-awareness. We have to. OK, now that I know what oversharing looks like and what it might sound like. Um, and the, yeah, the, I've experienced it. Uh, I had a friend of mine named Veronica, man, great human being. Um, she was going, she was going into real estate while I was in the hotel industry and she had gotten cancer and, um, she was aware that she wasn't, um, having two, two way communication. She's going through a breakup. She had gotten cancer, got fired from her job. I mean, it's just so much. So she had so much to say, and a lot of people, what, what they do, they, they meet one person who's a safe listener and, and they just kind of dump, right? And again, we've all done this and that's what she was doing. So I said, hey, you know, I'm going to have to, um, you know, 
send you over to women and community groups and support systems and divorce care and grief share and go there and talk there. And of course, she would not go. And a lot of um, counseling, uh, she, she would not go. So and same with uh, other individuals in my life that I've had to say, listen, you know, here's a, a support system. Here's a support group. Here's a counseling phone number you can call. Here's a, a small group you can attend. Of course, <laughs> they don't want to attend. Uh, it's like, like they got they got to work and they got to, you know, it's not important to them. Well, so I say, okay, well, you know, you, you're not investing in yourself to to tell yourself that it's some, that that you're important to to get, to get the help that you need. So I I'm not going to continue talking to you. You might say, okay, man, damn, you're very harsh and very callous. No, I, I've listened for over a year, <clears throat> and they haven't taken turns. They haven't been willing to, to take the steps necessary to put themselves in a in a in, in a listening position in a seated position to where they listen and not speak right you know what i'm saying uh, because i i cannot and it's not fair for me to dominate the conversation and and i just now read to you literally um uh, that it kills intimacy and i don't think any of us just get up in the morning and twist our beard and say hey man i, th- I think i'm gonna kill intimacy today no none of us um None of us desire that. Like none of us just hatch a hatch a plan to kill intimacy. But I think we we all do this. <clears throat> we all do this. We all do this. I'm going to repeat that. So don't beat yourself up. Don't don't condemn yourself. Don't say, "Oh man, I'm I'm useless." No, you're not. It's just we have to learn uh, these definitions. And lastly, I'm going to um, you know speak on um, you know uh, the, the the symptom of oversharing, and it's basically oversharing is is often. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Um, so again, um, oversharing is a symptom of, uh, oftentimes oversharing can all too often be a smokescreen for a, a serious psychological issue, including anxiety disorder or, or OCD or borderline personality disorder. Okay. Um, so uh, again, man, um, this is about learning about yourself, right? Learning about, okay, I'm dealing with people who overshare. Now I have to uh, look at, okay, I, I, I'm attracting them to me. How do I, how do I deal with that? And, and how do I communicate that with them and not harm the relationship and create healthy boundaries now? Now, again, you're probably thinking, okay, wait a minute, man, this is some hard, serious stuff because it is very hard hitting. Uh, I'm sure right now you can name <laughs> people and you might be this person who overshares, right? The idea, again, is to extend grace, but at the same time, you got to get clear about your boundaries, right? If if you're listening and, and you're inviting overshares or and or you're an overshare, you have to get clear about your boundaries, okay? And setting boundaries with yourself and with other people, who are your friends, family, loved ones, coworkers. So num- number one is, is getting clear on your boundaries, Right. Um, you know, setting that. OK, listen, you know, if we're going to talk, if we're going to hang out, we're going to meet. We're going to take five minutes, <laughs> five minutes taking turns talking. No, that sounds crazy, but you have to get very, very basic. Uh, number two, you have to assess whether the oversharing might be temporary. OK, number three, you, you have to use I statements like uh, I, 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 I don't want to talk about your your ex-wife. I don't want to talk about, you know, partying and drinking. I don't want to talk about um, that topic, please. Right. And you let him or her know, hey, this is this is the boundary. Right. Or I don't feel comfortable talking about your ex, your wife and y- y'all's problems. Right. Uh, which, which is number four. You tell your friend or family member or, or, your, or, your, or your companion, you tell them, hey, you know what you're uncomfortable or what you are com- comfortable with discussing. 
Um, and, and of course, number five, which is the last one, is you, you point out if someone else's privacy might be involved, right? Uh, again, this is not this is not something that's easy easily rec- recognized unless you spend a lot of time with, with this person. And you see them on a consistent basis. Uh, n- no one wants to set boundaries on people. No one wants to to have these uncomfortable interactions, but you're gonna have to uh, because, like I said, we're all traveling less, we're all spending less, and we're all at home a little bit more outside of you know maybe home more or maybe at work more. I don't know your situation. But what I am saying, oversharing, I got to reread this one more time to you. Um, how, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. Um, I'm the kind of person I don't really think too deeply about um, about red flags or green flags. But I, I do think deeply about intimacy, obviously. You know, my, this podcast is about communication. I love I love communication, meaning I, I, I love to listen. I, I, I want to know about you and your day. Like, just tell me, how, are, how, is, how is your day and how are you, how are you really doing? I, I, genuinely, I genuinely care about that. But at the same time, uh, you, you're hoping and expecting this person will, okay, you know, it's, it's, I, I've had my turn. I've, I've had my share. I've shared my day. Now it's his, his turn. Hey, tell me about your day. And I'm just being honest, man. <laughs> 95% of the people that I've met the last three to four years aren't able to to do that and and you're like dang that sucks um but again we're all on different um you know we're all on different parts of the journey some of us are in the middle some of us are in the beginning some of us are in the, in the end some of us are a quarter way through with, with this communication thing and this listening thing i got to be fully transparent that um I choose to listen, meaning it's a choice. Um, in the Bible, it talks about how you know we are to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And I'm like, well, hell, you know, that's tough. And like I said, I've gotten into a lot of trouble, including recently, for, for, for speaking slowly. And I might listen, you know, I got a lot to say. I got plenty to say. But what good is it if my words don't, um, don't um, penetrate, right? And, and uh, not that I want you to do what, what, what I tell you to do. Not, not that I want to be, I want you to be who I want you to be, but no, I want my words to matter. And I, I don't want to just waste them just to speak flippantly. I, I think our lives and power are in the weight of our words. And I, so I take my words very seriously, especially when, whenever I'm with someone face to face. Like that time, I can never get it back. So I don't want to spend it just saying anything and everything. I want to say uh, the, not, not just the right thing, but I want to say, I, I want to say what I mean to say and mean it. But again, like I said, we're, we're all consumed with text messaging. Uh, to have a conversation over the phone nowadays is like, like, it's like killing a person. Uh, meeting face-to-face but, but without your cell phone is like killing a person. So um, I think we're, we're all, as a society of uh, people, we're grappling with this. But um, the, the idea of something as oversharing, like oversharing, uh, can be a red or green flag. And that's never, never crossed my mind. It breaks my heart, too. Because as I reflect now on my relationships in the past, past 10, 15 years, this has been uh, a, a contributor, a, a contributor to, to my relationships. If, like I said, family, friends included, coworkers in, included. Um, I had a coworker named Myra um, at my hotel in Dallas, uh, in Dallas, Texas. I mean, she's a beautiful person, uh, wife, uh, mother, uh, sister, beautiful, but in her family, um, people that they just talked over each other. Um, they were Hispanic, so every time she saw, every time she saw me, once she got to know me and spent time with me, okay, he's safe, 
he's trustworthy um man it was like never hello how are you doing hey tell me about your day damon it's like hey she she was going to oversharing this happened to me this is this is what happened to my kid but 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 i was like dang you know um and i I think a lot of leaders if you're in a leader's position or or management management position i think we all wrestle with this or you may wrestle with that if you're in a leadership position like you know like i who do i talk to and then you but like I said, I think about with Myra because, like I said, I really liked her. Um, she was like 26. She was you know, climbing the ladder, uh, getting into ownership and all that stuff. And, of course, needing need to make more money. And it's like, wow, you know. Uh, but she had a lot of things in her personal life that were just uh, overflowing. And it would overflow at work. And I was never able to correct her because, like I said, she left, which was another issue at that hotel. People were constantly leaving, coming and going, leaving, leaving, coming and going, leaving. So you, you didn't get that uh, consistency to confront and say, hey, you know, uh, thank you for sharing what you're sharing. But, hey, can you can you take turns to listen? Like, Are you willing to take turns and, and hear about my day? So, again, um, I, it, it, it didn't create in- intimacy. Now, again, this is not sex, man. This is not kissing and, aff- and affection. This is this is just I like you. I enjoy being around you. Like that's what intimacy is. And I know, like I said, on my podcast, I don't, I don't talk about dating and relationships and politics, sports and you know drama, but intimacy is huge. I, I do love intimacy. <clears throat> and now that I and now that I know and, and have and am learning, um, oversharing is self is self absorption, mask as vulnerability. Uh, it also signals an emotional neediness or lack of boundaries, man, again, in you and in the other person. So, again, this is why it's so important for you to for you to take full responsibility for yourself and your contribution. And like I said, I, I am right now because I, I attract these I attract these people in my life. And I love these people. Let's just be clear. I love them. I value them. Um, I value Myra. I value Veronica. You know, I can list the other names. Um, I value them, but it's like, listen, you know, there has to be a two-way street. If you open any door, the door swings both ways, right? The door opens and the door closes. Like, in your house, if you had a door that only opened, you were like, okay, I got to get that fixed ASAP. You see what I'm saying? So you're like, so you might be thinking, okay, wait wait a minute, Damien, then why have you put up with this the last three to four, five, six years? And I'm like, listen, it's it's not something that I've I, I've had a chance to just be still and to think about and examine. I think I may have felt it and I've, I've confronted it and I've confronted it and I've confronted it, but I've also been slow to implement my boundaries as well. So I can take full ownership for that. I've been slow to implement saying, hey, you know, we've talked about this. We've talked about this. Now I'm going to, to, to remove myself or, or create space. Uh, and I, I've been told that that's punishing. Oh, hey, you're punishing me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't mean to punish. It's just you aren't taking turns listening. You're not. You're not. You're not caring to, to practice the, the skill of listening because again, it's a skill. But I still firmly believe that listening is a choice. I, I choose. Like you're choosing to, to tune into this podcast right now. You can click off right now, unsubscribe, and say screw you. But you're choosing to be here, and I'm. I'm and I'm choosing to be grateful that you are here. So I feel like listening and communication and intimacy, it can be learned, it can be achieved, it can be, um, I'm not going to say perfected, but it can be uh, you know, perceived as excellence over time of practicing and practicing. Uh, because no one wants to, to be in a situation where they're not heard, where they don't have a voice, whether it be with your parents, grandparents, 
neighbors, um, people in your, in your community group or at church, wherever you are, right? You want to know, hey, I have a voice, um, you know, um, I'm aware. So, so yeah, I can look at myself and say, okay, yeah, I, I've put up with it. I've put up with it. And I, maybe I've been too patient with people, right, who overshare. I don't know. But I did not know um, these definitions, and I did not know that it, it doesn't create intimacy. I did not know that. I, I did not know that it's often masked like self-absorption. I never knew that, uh, that it was, um, that it's often masked as, self, as self-absorption masking it itself as vulnerability. Because to me, communication is, is vulnerability. Intimacy is vulnerability. But it's, it's, it's a type of over-vulnerability. You kind of see what I'm saying? To, to make you feel a certain thing or to make you um, maybe a form of, 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 it could be tied into a form of, um, um, of um, ma- ma- manipulation as well. I, again, I don't know. I do not know. I'm still learning. So I just want to say thank you for being patient with me. But I hope, I hope and pray that, that you've heard something that, 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 that benefits you, that, that, that you can say, okay, listen, hmm, how does this apply to me in my life? Um, I've, I've spent time the last two years on boundaries. Um, it's, it's something that that's never going to go away. Boundaries. It's something that's never going to, you, you can never ease up on. Uh, you're going to have to constantly work out your boundaries up, probably up until the day you die, especially with your family. It's holiday season is coming up right now. Right. So it's like, Oh crap. Yeah. It's coming up. Um, you know, people might try to sign you up to, to do certain things, to be certain places where you haven't decided and chosen to be and, and things that you aren't, willing to do can you say no and and not be there because um, again we have a contribution in these interactions like i said i I've, I've chosen these people i've entertained them too long or i've not confronted them enough so on and so forth and maybe including yourself you've chosen these people maybe you are this person who overshares um and we have to say okay you know what let's, let's time to to peel the layers back and, and confront this because i'm not going anywhere and you aren't going anywhere <laughs> you can't you see what i'm saying like i think um that's huge um the people who are in your life who aren't going anywhere who you can't avoid who you can't escape we have to do be willing to do the hard work within ourselves to be honest within ourselves to look at what we're doing and how we're contributing to it and say okay let's go to work cool and um, and I gotta be honest, like it's very painful. Like this this subject, um, talking to you about this is very heartfelt because um, you know, <laughs> like it it just takes patience. It takes time, not just to recognize it within yourself, of recognize it with others, but but not, you know, killing permanently. You know. Uh, your relationship with that person because he or she that person you're dealing with who overshares and you could be the overshare could be a really good person he or she may, he or she may not be aware of it and he or she maybe you know in that in this season or that season you know may not be willing to work at it but maybe in some season some, some other season it they will so like i said this this is a very very heartfelt and difficult topic because like i said i've dealt with this so intimately up close and Again, like you, your body's able to experience something, to feel something, to know what it is, but your brain hasn't caught up with it. So, and this is why I spend so much time uh, with this show that just was, was telling you to, to be patient with yourself, uh, exercise forgiveness with yourself, exercise um, more patience with yourself and grace. Because 
there there's just a lot of things you don't catch like your body again your body says man this feels this doesn't seem guys this gosh you know and maybe um you've chosen people in your life who aren't available to listen to you because uh, people who go to church and who are religious and who are who are Christians tend to speak first and tell you what you should and shouldn't do. And it's like, listen, I don't I don't really need you to do that. I kind of need need you to, to to hear me out and help me process this thought or process this this pattern that I've gotten myself in or I found myself in. Because again, oversharing is easy to recognize it in others. People who lie, it's easy to recognize it in, in others. People who who still are cheat. It's easy to see it in others, but can you see it in yourself? Aha. People who take shortcuts, it's easy to see it in them. When someone is at a red light and they they, 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 they cut you off or whatever, it's easy to see them do it. But it's like, well, are you aware that you do this too? And can you forgive yourself, but at the same time, correct yourself and say, okay, you know what? Enough is enough. No more. I'm, I'm no longer going to overshare. I'm going to acknowledge that I do overshare and I, I've done it and I, and I want to stop doing it. And I'm going to allow myself time, but actually to do the work. And I, I think for me, this is where um, it, it, it gets complex because you, there are people in your life who you don't want to cut off, who you don't want to separate yourself, who you, do, who you don't want to separate yourself from, who, who you do want to spend time with. But he or she isn't willing to do the work. That's that's. That 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 is the 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 com complexity of this topic, because again, it's if something kills intimacy, then you're not going to to spend time or or, or engage in it, right? You know, uh, doing something fun like going jet skiing, you wouldn't do it unless it was fun, and it's the same with spending time with someone, unless you like this person and you and you have fun together, and if he or she is a killjoy, <clears throat> and like, <clears throat> and again. We've all done this. I know, I know, I know cotton picking well, I've been a killjoy. And that's not something that I regret or I'm, I'm sorry for being a killjoy. No, I've been a killjoy. You've been a killjoy. Uh, and if you say you're sorry, say you're sorry to yourself first, then apologize to others who you have affected. But say you're sorry to yourself and forgive yourself first. Because if I can't forgive myself, then I can't forgive you. If I can't be kind to myself, then I can't be kind to you. If I can't correct myself, then, then I can't correct you. And and that's where it starts. And again, I know this is, oh man, damn, you're being preachy. I don't mean to be preachy. It's just this topic, um, now that I, I know the full scope of it and how it's, it's deeply, deeply been rooted and impacted in my relationships, like I said, the last 10 years, it's frustrating. But now that I know, I know what I know, right? And you don't know what you don't know. And you're like, man, there's no excuse, man. You, you, should, know, you, you should know everything. I'm like, well, you don't know everything. You don't have all the answers. Sometimes you have to be in a seated position and forced to slow down. And when things don't go your way, to, to really reflect on what you're contributing to, what you're attracting into your life and what you do and don't want in your life. I think I've spent time on this in the past. How uh, like you actually get to decide what people enter your world and what people you get to pick and choose you know what i'm saying who you let, who, who you let into your world and vice versa and it's a scary thing obviously nowadays in 2022 going to 2023 but human connectivity and human engagement is just it's non-negotiable it's not going to go anywhere and communication um sharing listening it's not going anywhere so we have to once again just deal with it and um i almost almost forgot i think 
over the next maybe 60 episodes that I'm going to create. I'm going to spend more time talking slower. Um, realizing, um, you know, once I've gone back, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you're a new listener. You've tuned in for the last six months, year, two years. Maybe maybe you've been here from, from the very, very, very beginning. But notice how I talk fast. I, I speak fast and I'll kind of fumble, flutter through words. And I'm like, you know. Let's 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 slow it down, like slow it way down. No, not not that slow, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna slow it down and speak. Talk, start start speaking and talking slower, um, and clearer. Uh, I think that's important. Um, again, I I love to you know jump and you know just hit it hard and hit it quick and you know bigger, better, stronger, faster. But it's like sometimes you know take a take a deep breath, slow it down. Um, again, you know, be patient, exercise, uh, awareness, aw- exercise stillness, right? Um, make, make your mental, <laughs> your mental health priority because it is right. And if you don't do it again, uh, no one's going to do it for you. So like I said, just no moving forward. I'm going to, uh, you're going to experience some slow talking. Um, not like I said, it's overly slow, but just slower. Um, as I'm you know, processing as well. And as I'm, you know, learning as well, um, the idea is constantly is for us to learn together for you to, you know, offer your insight and feedback, you know, where you can contact me directly. it will be in the outro and also um, on the website. Cool. All right there, fam. I'm going to bring you a special message from Stephanie Frazier. Uh, she is the owner at Sunset View and Rose, where scent and memory meet. So Stephanie Frazier is the owner behind Sunset View and Rose, which is a candle and home fragrance boutique there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So Stephanie Frazier, she wants to honor her loved ones and treasure moments in her past by carefully blending delightful scents that resonate with with, with nostalgia. So Sunset View and Rose has an entire line of small batch handmade products to make your home smell amazing, including candles, room and linen sprays, and re-diffusers. So Stephanie cares about our planet. That's why Sunset View and Rose intentionally uses glass jars and bottles with at least 30% recycled content, which can be reused or recycled, which I think is amazing. Plus, Sunset View and Rose purchases carbon offsets to reduce the impact of carbon emissions from making and transporting their products. So learn more today on her website at Stephanie's Creations. It's going to be at www.sunsetviewandrose.com. That is www.sunsetviewandrose. You can also find Stephanie on Facebook and her Instagram page. Thank you so much. Well, okay. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are. We are at the end of another killer episode. I want to say thank you so much for just staying to the, to the very, very, very end. I value that. Call to action is simple. Uh, this episode is your first time tuning in. If you enjoyed it, it benefited you, please uh, please subscribe. Also, share with one person, family member, neighbor, coworker, maybe even someone you don't, someone you don't like. Just share it with them. Uh, as I always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, we must go together. Contact, please. Uh, if you got questions, comments, feedback. Reach me at 254-878-7135. Again, again, I care about you. I value your week. Please dress warm. Stay safe. Cool.